You're listening to another episode of the Zag. Eric Soap here, continuing our series, talking to folks who are in strange times as we're social distancing and all that good stuff. I want to keep the Zag episodes coming. So we got one with now. Sarah is a fellow out in Oklahoma. Let's catch up with her, see what she's feeling, thinking about. Let's get to it. All right, Sarah, give me the scoop. How do you feel about these strange times we're in? Well, it's been really interesting. Um... Here in Oklahoma, it hasn't hit us quite as hard as it seems to have hit on the coast so far, but um, definitely feeling it. I uh, went out last night to go hear some music, and there was hardly anybody out. Um, surprisingly, more people than I expected, um, but it's definitely um, it's definitely been different. And as far as what the plan would be if you had to work from home, is that an option for you? What, what's kind of like the next two weeks looking like for you? Well, as of the moment, um, we're still going into the office. We do, some of us have laptops where we can work remotely. Uh, for what I do, I work in outreach, so I'm usually out in the community. Um, but as of this moment, they're still having us there. I'm assuming the powers that be will have some sort of contingency plan. But right now, we're just stocking up on hand sanitizer and making sure we're washing things down and staying away from each other if absolutely necessary. And I feel like Oklahoma played an interesting role in kind of the turn of public sentiment last week with the Utah Jazz game and the Oklahoma City Thunder basketball game. Was that something that was on your radar? You know, I feel like people are pretty plugged in to that sports team at least. So was that something that kind of led the front page and all all that stuff? It, It definitely hit. I was not at that game, but I had several friends who were. So my Facebook feed blew up when that happened. Because um, everybody was trying to figure out what was going on. They didn't initially say why everything had happened. The players had already come out and been announced. And all of a sudden, it just stopped. And everyone was like, what in the world is going on right now? Um, and so then slowly but surely, things started coming out that you know someone had got tested positive And that um, they were shutting everything down. Uh, they actually had the Jazz kind of quarantined off in the Chesapeake arena for a while until they kind of got all of that stuff figured out. They had the thunder quarantined in there for a little while as well. Um, And it it definitely has taken a turn because not only did the NBA shut down, but then a lot of local events here shut down. There's a lot of St. Patrick's day things that Mm -hmm. are coming up in the next week that have canceled Um, even stuff coming up in the next like two or three weeks that have already preemptively canceled or rescheduled. One thing I was curious about too, you know, we live in different political climates, so to speak, right? I'm out here left-leaning liberal California. Oklahoma has a slightly different vibe than that. Do you feel like there's a different sentiment of how folks there react to government proclamations on a local level or how they're viewing how things are happening federally? How would you describe that? That's a really good question. Um, I'll be honest, I... I don't know having, it's been a while since the last time I was on the coast. So I I don't really know the differences, but here in Oklahoma, people tend to listen um, maybe with a little bit of a skeptical ear when there's proclamations and things. Um, I know on Twitter, there was a little bit of an uproar last night because our our governor went out and he was out with his family and basically saying, yes, take precautions, but go out and support local businesses because they need our help now because everyone is shut down and there was a lot of people who were upset by his actions and the actions of our mayor. Um, but 
at the same time, I personally appreciate what they did because yes, you need to be distancing. You need to be taking precautions, washing your hands and staying away from people. But at the same time, there's people in our service industry that require people going out in order to make their ends meet. And, and I think that it's important for people to see that, yes, take precautions, but still go out and, and do things and just be cautious. Do you feel like any of this will reset conversations about Medicare for all or reset things about paid leave and paid time off and these kind of things once we get through this moment? Or do you feel like, yeah, four or five, six, seven months from now, it'll just be a moment, a time, a thing that happened. There's not not actually any real long-term change that will come of it. Well, honestly, I hope it will. But I I don't know in the current political climate if anything will actually come of it because it seems like a lot of times the conversations happen and then they end up hitting a stalemate. So my, my hope is that the conversation will change and people will realize why that's important. We come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Oklahoma and Institute. I want to hear how that's going for the Oklahoma fellows. Thanks for listening to this Zach episode. We'll be right back. Yeah, so Sarah, I was you know, so excited to come out in January and help you all get off to a good start, hopefully. How have things been institute-wise since I saw you last? They've been really great. Uh, we had several really good trainers come in last month and talk about communications and uh, political campaigns. And um, we even had someone who came in and talked about the census and kind of why that's important. And that was really interesting. There was a lot of things about funding and why it's important for everyone to be counted that I, I had kind of heard, but actually seeing it in black and white on the PowerPoint, hearing her talk about it was really interesting. And, and there's some pretty eye-opening things about it. So has anything surprised you about this experience overall? Honestly, not really. I had talked to both of our chapter directors before I applied um, because I was friends with one of them prior to even hearing about NLC. And, um, they did a pretty good job of explaining what to expect. But overall, I think it's it's been a great experience so far. I've met a lot of phenomenal people, a lot of people who have made big social change in Oklahoma, and also a lot of people who are like-minded, which uh, when you're in a red state, even though there are lots of progressives here, you don't necessarily see them all the time. So it's really good to kind of get to meet other people who think the way that you think. Um, it, it brings a lot of hope to me personally that um, there are people who care about social issues. Um, and, and that has been probably the best part of the Institute for me so far. Yeah. And this is usually the time that fellows are, are, are planning and preparing for their, their big fundraiser later in the spring. Have y'all, had to put that on hold for the time being, or it's kind of a wait and see, or things are progressing as planned. How would you describe your thinking on that? Well, we just started really nailing down ideas of what we were going to do and started setting a date. Um, so as of this moment, everything is still going ahead um, as planned. I assume with our March Institute coming up at the last week in March, that we'll probably hear more at that point. But as of this moment, we're still chugging along as best we can. Yeah. Hey, last thing, if you end up self-quarantined or social distancing and by yourself or with a small group of people, any board game suggestions? We're taking a poll 
if you had to play just one one board game for a while, what's your go to <laughs> board game? My my personal go to uh, since I was a kid has been Candyland. Okay. So <laughs> so uh, that is is still my personal favorite. Um, but I do also love uh, Sorry and yeah, uh, you know and Scrabble if you need something that's a little more uh, intellectual to to get your brain working. I love it. Sounds good. Listen, thanks for hopping on and letting us know what's going on out in Oklahoma. Stay safe out there. And thanks, everyone, listening to this episode of The Zag. We're going to try to drop a whole bunch in the next week or two to help your social distancing time pass with a little more interesting content. We'll catch up with folks in L.A., but also all across the country, hear how people are thinking and feeling about these strange times we are in. So until next time, we'll catch you soon. <laughs>